Welcome to The Garage, an NBA live show presented by NBA Sports. I go by Mike, and with me today is... Daniel Dillon. Jay Bash. And we're here to talk playoffs. We've been gone for a while, but we are back. The NBA is kicking into uh, kicking into high gear, kicking into the season we all care most about. We had our first day of games, a full pack Saturday, four basketball games. Um, we're going to start where it ended, unless somebody really wants to get off some, like, Nick's Cavs thoughts. Um, the Warriors and the Kings played. It was the Sacramento Kings' first time being in the playoffs since 2006, if I'm correct. Five or that. six. Yeah, 2005 uh-huh. or 2006. I think six. Because that was around the Spurs year we were talking about the other day, right? Um, yeah. But weirdly enough, it's the first time the Warriors and the Kings franchises, even going back to Royals days, Kansas City days, um, first time they've both been in the playoffs since 1975, which is kind of a crazy thing. It's been literally 50 years or damn near 50 years since the Warriors and Kings have both been in the playoffs the same year. They matched up with two of the fastest paced teams in the league, two of the best offenses in the league. Um, I want to say we got the full 240 point experience, but we got the fireworks. I think we expected, um, a long preamble, but anybody who wants to jump in first, any thoughts on the Warriors beating the Kings. Kings beating or the, the Warriors. Kings beating the Warriors. See, that's crazy. Out of my head, I saw <laughs> thoughts on it the other way. Kings beating the Warriors um, to take a one zero lead in the series. That was fun. That yeah. was like uh, it's, it's going to be a fun series. That was a fun game. Uh, I can't believe that we're here. We were talking about earlier. Yeah, with the uh, Warriors Kings being in the playoffs at the same time, it's just not something in our childhood we probably ever thought would happen. But we kind of. Perfectly grow up in the time where the Warriors, yeah, the Warriors uh, grow up with the Warriors drought until the week of lead, and then they fall right back in the drought. And then the Kings, we watch them just fall away further, further, further away as much as an organization ever can in, in, uh, from making the playoffs. So this is just crazy. And game one definitely was uh, lived up to the hype. That was, that was an amazing game. Amazing game. Uh, I guess quick thought reaction is Steph really took a floater. That was a floater. Was, he took a floater from the three-point line. I thought it was going to go in, too, but that was hilarious. That was hilarious. I feel like he was about to – I don't feel like he didn't think he was about to be that open. Yeah, but, yeah I think he was going to uh, have like that much time and space to, like, actually just like <laughs> – I'd rather have him take, a, take the shot on the possession before that. I mean, Wiggins did – or they yeah, got a good was, look with Wiggins – uh, and Clay, or yeah, he gave the ball to Clay, and then Clay threw it to Wiggins, but just wanted him to take the shot there. But either way, we would not have been in that position if uh, <laughs> he just stayed in the last, last two minutes, minutes and 11 seconds mm-hmm. of the third quarter. Yeah. And, yeah, we went out. I think we were up by eight, six or eight when he when ten, he came uh, out. He came back in. We were up by – oh, so it was 10, actually. So mm-hmm. we were up by 10 when he – when Steph came out, and then by the time he came back in, we were down by four. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a mighty swing. Um, yeah, that seems to be the the chief complaint, at least going through timeline and everything from that game. Um, and yeah, it's like literally uh, Steph's rotation is always a little interesting, right? Um, 
Usually it is the 12. Well, it used to be pretty straightforward. You used to play 12 minutes, first and third quarter, six minutes, fourth and uh, second quarter, maybe a little extended time if the, they needed him in the fourth. Um, and that's how Curry likes it. Anytime they deviate away from that, Curry tends to complain about how he kind of likes that set rotation. But he hasn't been doing that recently. Um, he's been coming out earlier in the third quarters and in the first quarters. Um, but usually he comes in. That's the funny part about this one. Like I think uh, Warriors World said, I don't know if you retweeted or somebody else, but like usually he comes out during that time because he's going to start the fourth quarter. Um, they yeah. been using that group with, like, Draymond, Kaminga, Poole, him, and, like, I think Lamb. But literally, you could have thrown anybody in that spot. And just that was the weird part is that he didn't finish the quarter. And obviously, he came in pretty quickly to start the fourth or, like, earlier than he normally does, but he didn't. You figured he was coming in to try to close the door to start the fourth quarter, and we didn't really get get that lineup. We got more of a Clay and Poole, um, which combinations didn't really work today, you know? Wasn't that didn't feel like a great, great pool day, but uh, yeah, that's a long stretch, though. I guess. Uh, see why it's that big of a clay. Well, just plus minus wise, like the clay pool minutes were bad, but pool was fine whenever it wasn't oh, clay. Yeah. It was like clay and Steph, clay and Dre. Out, those were fine. It was the pool. I think clay finished. I think I have it in front of me. What clay finished? Clay finished minus 14. Yeah, team, team low minus 14 on the night. Nobody else was lower than minus five. So. Yeah, I feel like they had said at some point in the fourth that Steph was plus 10 and they were like minus 15 or something for the game with him off the court. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what I remember. He checked in in the fourth with 9 30. Mm-hmm. It was about 9 minutes 30 seconds. That's, that's ends up being, yeah, he, he goes out with two minutes left in the third. That's just a long stretch. Now, long, just too long of a stretch where you're watching his 10 point, the 10 point lead go away. Like you're watching, like at some point you can, you can stop that, get him into the area. Either last possession or last two possessions of the third quarter, the first. Let me start the fourth quarter and just see if I can push it back up for like a couple, a couple buckets and then get a quick rest. But, but, but like, yeah. So yeah, it seems like it's a, his, his, like you were explaining, like it's been more of an evolve. His, his minutes have been more of an evolving thing this year. Yeah, and you've... Yeah. Go ahead. No, no you go. No, yeah, you'd figure. I mean, you just kind of assumed you'd get back to the 12-6 because that's the one Curry likes um, when the playoffs came around. But uh, Kerr, for some reason, I think it's a lack of trust um, in some of these units. So you're trying to steal time on either end because you don't trust them for like a full six-minute stretch for real. So if you still a little in between quarters, you can manage. But, yeah, it was surprising, um, honestly, especially. I guess it was surprising, and it was surprising that it seems to be the thing that lost. I mean, you point to a probably some other things, but just that stretch, that stretch that you guys are pointing out, two minutes, 11, I think, Jordan, you said, in the third quarter to 9.30 in the fourth. That's where that's where the game is lost, um, if it was lost anywhere in particular. Boxing, man, they're fun. I was like, they're, they're, the way, ah, it's just cool, I guess, to have seen, that's probably like the tail end of me watching college basketball or paying attention to it at all. Like I probably was even checked out mostly in college basketball, but I remember seeing some Fox and Monk back then, and just to see them playing together now. This is yeah, this is awesome. It was the basketball nerd's dream. This King King, cool, cool to see. I'm glad, kind of glad they got the first win. I think we could still another still. I think we're we're gonna we're gonna get a road win at some point. We're gonna have to, but. <laughs> But yeah, you it was cool to see Fox and Monk like just show up. I guess like they just kind of they they took every 
felt like they took every punch and they just responded. And so like I've had I've had two missed free throws and like a missed jumper in between some point in the fourth, but then he just yeah, like his next made his next pull up and just I feel like he never stopped attacking it. He kept the aggressive I kept the mentality aggressive and just was such the pace. They they put a lot of pressure on pace and it's uh, it's, it's, gonna, it's gonna be a fun and fun fun series, but the pace of it all is gonna be tough. I feel like it's gonna swing it in either team's direction. Yes, because you get caught up in the game with uh, kind of in the Warriors' pace when Curry and Clay are going. There's really nothing to do. That watching them today was realized. Oh wow! Like yeah, this is. It can feel like you're you can keep up with them for a second, but but it once Fox gets going, once the Fox and Monk are going at the same time, like you cannot. It's gonna be really hard to keep up with them like this. <laughs> There, between the speed and the shooting. Yeah, I mean it's the difference in the game. Um, thirty-eight on thirty-eight and five from Fox. Twelve, thirteen to twenty-seven shooting. Hits four threes. Like you said, eight or twelve from the line. Missed a couple uh, crucial ones, but did enough. And uh, thirty-two, thirty-two from Link Monk. I think that's really the one that kills you. Is just. I rolled 32 from Muck and 16 from Trey Lyles. That's 48 off the bench. So it's from those two guys, and that's probably the most damaging stuff in the game. And I think that probably leads to a question I'm just thinking of because I think Draymond shows up defensively. Looney shows up defensively. Sabonis has a really tough night. I don't think Sacramento ever gets – okay, maybe Draymond didn't have a great – well, we'll see. Just – I think there was a lot of confidence – that once you add GP2 into the mix and you get him and Dante and then Wiggins comes back, the defense is finally going to look whole again. But they seem really, I don't know, it just it was it was surprising. Malik Monk's had a really good season. I've seen him have games like this all year. It was surprising to see the Warriors not let. It was surprising to see Malik Monk score 32 against the Warriors' playoff defense. Yeah. Is that something that changes? Yeah. Is that Wiggins isn't quite mm-hmm. there yet? GP two's not quite as healthy, or like never going to be that guy again? Yeah. And Dante's still just you know a solid six man, think, and uh, these dudes are the defenders they need to be actually. Or mm. I think this is a, this is a great team for them to find it. I guess is like this series isn't going to be easy for them to pull out, and I think this is where the I guess the Wiggins and GP two having only yeah this how much this this roster or this rotation is getting its first like minutes together so mm-hmm. i think as like if they get yeah six a six game size six games of whatever the ups and downs are however it looks like i think they come out on the other end of it as like yeah or we'll have the perspective on how good this defense is or how close it is to last year or warriors defense warriors playoff defense the year past years past uh but i just yeah respect to them because i feel like uh they, Draymond was in, I feel like Sabonis, and really just Draymond and Looney, I feel like gave Sabonis hell tonight. Mm-hmm. But I think that was testament to the team was like, the, the Kings were just like, every one of them is just really, they're they're all just really good and skilled basketball players who know how each other play, I guess. And that's like, Sabonis just figured out how to be impactful, how to like, let how, how to let Malik, I feel like how to uh, help get Malik involved. He never stopped, but he never stopped pushing the pace that's probably the big thing like he never stopped trying to help to have them dictate the king's pace and help fox dictate that pace he's still pushing pressure on the rim still attack, attacking draymond just to feel like a no avail and especially in the scoring department but i don't, I don't know how much this is he actually finished with but uh five but yeah i just think they're just really i think 
this the best, I'm, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they were the best offense in the NBA. Like this, it just feels. I feel like it's a tough one to see, like how the Warriors playoff team is gonna look. Like this, this, I don't think there's a team with more, more. There's not a there's not an offense carrier than this. I guess it's, other than like the Suns, maybe. But that's not. We don't even have a sample size for that with the Kings. We have a sample size of this is this is a great inconsistent offense. It's hard to stop. But uh, but yeah, what is that saying? Tough test for I guess for. The green GP two and Wiggins in and be able to gauge like where are we at actually how how what where is our defense at? So we tough team to see it again, but <sighs> Malik Monk ain't scoring thirty two again. I'll tell you that. Oh, he got superpowers because he was five. The beam, the beam is giving him superpowers. Fuck the beam. that beam. <laughs> see now I'm hating. <laughs> no, nah, hey, that was cool though. Because we're fun, bad. We didn't do Lakers. Round, <laughs> fun I thought we <laughs> They do have to win one they of these. I don't, know, I don't know if they're winning the series it. if they don't win one of these two games. Wait, what's the next? Mm. Is the next game? Next game is in sack. Yeah, I feel oh. like they need to steal one of the early ones in sack. I mean, technically they're not out of it. They could split two two. I also don't know if I trust them going back home down 0-2 to actually just pull both of those out. I feel like they need to still they need to win game two. Yeah. They're a good home team though. Like where's our they really are. Good, they're a good good home team. Who I think have already oh. lost to Sacramento in Golden State once this year. Wait, who was it? Two and one? Or no, they played four times. Was it two and two then? Uh yeah, I wanna check that actually. But yeah, I don't know. Just I've seen them blow the home game you don't expect them to blow into it. Kings are just good, man. The Kings offense is really good. Again, they probably pull it off, but they're also a team. They never start I don't think somebody said they never started O two. They've never started a series O two since since Kerr got there, essentially. Um and I just wonder how they hold up because the other side of that is they tend to they don't always but they also have a tendency to drop a home game kind of randomly in there. Uh which is again more possible if you never start down O two type thing, but I don't know, man. We will see. Um, any other thoughts? I'm sure there's more thoughts. Anyone go? Anyone go down the line? Said uh, Clay. Steph had a lot of turnovers. Clay had his moments. I just the team didn't play great in his non-Steph minutes. Um, which again, there's a lot to try to fill out and what those units look like. Kaminga was out there some of the time. Wiggins had good moments. He couldn't really hit a shot. I think we both. I don't know if any of us liked him getting that shot. Not the play that Steph yeah. misses, but the second to last one. I don't know if anybody really Especially, liked that. Yeah. Just because he, just because yeah, went cold for a bit. Or, yeah, he, he hadn't hit, hit a shot in a minute. Yeah, exactly. He missed like two in a row. I think two or three in a row. He was yeah, pretty hot all game. Yeah, they said Steph. Steph had it going too. It was. It made sense. Yeah, they didn't call the timeout. Could have been there were just like 18 seconds left. So like this could have just been uh Steph could have took his time and like found one on his own, but gave it up quick. And everybody made everybody made kind of the right pass. It just flowed right into a shot. Yeah, it's one of those. They don't give it up though. You yeah, so take take the extra step. Take the extra second, don't give it up or it's one of those times well, where you want you give it up to Clay. You just don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, and yeah, it's just one of those times. Well, you want Clay to just do what Nor- Clay normally does there. Like you want Steph to do what Steph is a little less expected, but you want to just need that next level of selfishness. Because again, it wasn't like I don't think in either case they were passing out of like 
two on the ball, get rid of it, right? Maybe Steph, I got to remember the play. Maybe Steph got, like, hard doubled, but I don't think he really did. It seemed like Steph. He got rid of it quick. Yeah, he got rid of it quick before he it was like a had pot. a chance. I don't know if yeah, it's, the, it's the clay. Yeah, it's the clay. I think there was a little action. Yeah, I think it was the clay they slip thing. It's just, you know, yeah, it's a yeah. choice. Jordan Poole needs to throw that to clay every time, but Steph Curry doesn't have to pass it to Clay if he's not wide open there. I think even with Clay, I think Clay makes a good takeoff. I think Clay just probably needs to float that up or get one of his little middies instead of I don't know. Again, it's just it's good to great shot, but also I don't know. Wiggins is a really it's good three point shooter. That was is it Clay to tie the game, pulling a pretty open shot for maybe 10, 15. Maybe feels better. I don't know. Clay was hitting. I mean, for all of Clay's struggles during, like, up or how much the team struggled in Clay's minutes, he had a couple big shots late in the fourth, definitely. So. Man, him and Wiggins both, I feel like, had good stretches of hitting. Mm-hmm. Or maybe. What did Clay finish, actually? Uh, let's see. Yeah, solid stretch, though, that we needed. Clay finished with. 21 points, again, minus 14. Five assists to one turnover, which is a lot better than uh, one Stephen Curry can say for his night. Uh, Eight for 19 from the field, five for 14 from three. Yeah, 21 points, 19 shots. Team high, minus 14. It was a rough, rough night. Again, I don't think he looked bad necessarily in any spots in particular. That's the weird part. They just didn't really play well in his minutes. Um, And if he's not excellent shot-making... You kind of could see that, especially like again, not just his minutes, his minutes without Steph in particular. And if he's not excellent with shot making yeah. playoffs, like that makes sense. So you'll need that, or you'll need, yeah, I don't know. I think Poole only had five in the second half. Wiggins may be closer to like six yeah, or he's eight. Got, um, he's got the up and down. I mean, he's gonna he can have a game where he scores twenty five plus and you have a game. Yeah, probably have at least. I think he'll have one game. So yeah. We'll have a Jordan Pool game, I guess. Yeah. But no, the no. Wiggins one, though, was the other next part. I don't know if Steph, we're just back before we move on. Steph kicked it to Clay, I think, off the action. Clay mm-hmm. had it, probably had the floater or the midi. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clay probably had the floater or the midi, but uh, Wiggins even caught it in the corner, and it was like, that was, I don't know what happened. Draymond and Sabonis were on their ground. I thought Draymond was going to get suspended or. Uh, oh, yeah, they fell. They were just. They never, I don't know what happened. Oh, yeah. They, they, they couldn't get yeah. <clears throat> Oh, I lost you. Um, yeah, no, that was one of those. It feels like Draymond kind of just falls on him at 1.2, kind of on purpose. It was weird. Yeah. Um, no, you're good. But yeah, no, that was a whole weird, and that's what kind of like to your point. I'm assuming what your point you were going for there. There probably there's probably opportunity to just to drive the lane there. You're essentially playing four on four. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Like Clay, you said it was Clay. You're looking at mid range area or in the paint, like probably free throw line area. But Wiggins even like did one two dribbles, and there was nobody down. Like Sabonis just sprinting back, and everybody in the paint was pretty small. And it's all everything scattered. Wiggins like, uh, took one dribble and probably got a decent look at the rim. Yeah, frustrating. Um, said, you know, it's one game. You win, you win the next one. You're feeling fine about your place in the series. Uh, so we'll see where where it goes from here. Any other thoughts, Steph? Steph had Steph was Steph. Steph thirty points on twenty shots, about twenty one true shots, six for fourteen from three, eleven twenty from the field. 
couple free throws, two assists against five turnovers, which he has some ugly ones at different stretches in the game. Um, early, the first one he throws early is just kind of weird because the Warriors didn't have a lot of those. Because you look up and down, it's really just Draymond and Steph. Um, nobody else had yeah. a horrible turnover night, really. Um, even Draymond has three versus 11 assists. You probably deal with that most days. Um, but yeah, and I don't know. Steph getting good. He did the thing where I feel like he waited to kind of get it going, but he got it going at the right time, getting 10 point lead. We probably just had all he had was a great night and dragged us to a victory. If he's probably given two of those five minutes to, to keep the, uh, to push that lead from 10 to maybe something a little higher. So yeah, weird game. Um, I wonder. Draymond's a weird player to get because he just he had a good game. Defense was great, eleven assists. Uh, team mostly played well with him on the court. Outside of yeah, just Clay Clay's minutes were tough all around today, but it's just always gonna be weird. Because again, it doesn't matter. He's more effective, but it is. I don't want to feel like I'm getting in my head when people are saying if you criticize Draymond, you don't. Blah blah blah. And it's like I know Draymond's amazing, but also you know one for five. Wasn't really being guarded much. I don't know if it ever really helps things. But, again, it works. It's Warriors. They won championships that way. I feel like he is going to probably need to be more aggressive on the catch. But also, the Warriors just, I don't know. It just didn't feel like there was a lot of stuff action in the game, really, in general, at least early on. I feel like there could have been a lot more just Steph pick and roll, draw D, see what you can get. But that's always the Warriors, so. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how. Steph and Steph Andre come out. Yeah, you said that. Like, I, you don't know if this team wins a game on the road if they don't win the next game on the road. Yeah, yeah it's probably hard to think that far ahead to be like, oh. But I think that would probably get a big, maybe get a big step game. Yeah, you figure. Which again, because you don't want them to have to do it in game two of the of the yeah. playoffs. But you know, that's what happens when you're Especially the low seed. He, Gives you the ten point lead, closing out to closing or go in game one to close it out. <laughs> yeah, wonder what Kerr's quote's going to be on that one. Actually, I'm sure he'll be asked. But uh, yeah, any other thoughts on Warriors? It was an interesting game. Any thoughts on Warriors? Harry B. Harry B. Harry B. Didn't do the he ain't do a damn thing all game and then he oh my three. god. You get that three? Three. Three season all American. Two thousand and twelve. Oh no. I think that is the scary part of today is that those King starters in general didn't play all that. They didn't great. play good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Harrison to your point. Again, Harrison is a bonus. Harrison has decent numbers, but again, they just don't win those minutes. They win, they win the game off of Monk's minutes and Trey Lyle off the bench. And Porter didn't That's play good well, either. Think, yeah, no, he had a bad night too. He only had six. Well, that, that's the thing, shots, though. I, I think the bonus, the bonus, and Porter are in for. I don't know. I feel like the way we're matched up. I think Looney and Draymond are going to get the bonus hell all series. I mm. think it's just, they're going to need Monk to step up. They're going to need Trey Lyle to step up. I think they get better games out of Harrison and maybe, I don't know, how did Keegan play today? That's what I'm saying. Just Harrison didn't give much, especially didn't Harrison's play with funny Keegan. though. I don't know what Harrison did. Keegan <laughs> had two points, one for five, 
Werder had six points, three for 12. So it's just, yeah, they really, only starter that had a good game was De'Aaron. It might be a lot of Fox and Monk. I mean, I think, I, I, but I think that's like not all. Four. I guess that's the the part we have advantage in the series is like that's their shooters and like they've never been in the playoffs before. Or I mean, Porter's been Porter's Porter, but Keegan's a rookie and like mm-hmm. Harrison Harrison. You're lining that up versus. I was like, yeah, it's Steph Clay and that is that we we have another. Hmm. Uh, uh, Steph Clay even with and Steph Clay Wiggs probably it's like yeah, I, I, like more confident in uh. In the jump shooting, I guess throughout the series, I guess how and our deep and how our defense affects, I guess Keegan and Porter versus how there's effects Curry and Clay. Clay just feels like yeah, Clay's gonna come go. Clay's coming go. Yeah, figure Clay gets it going. Um, I don't know. Where do we know? No, yeah, they didn't play that well, but yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's that bad. I think yeah, I guess the, the balance. It's like it was a really big Malik Monk game. I think, I, I think they're gonna need bigger games from him. Maybe they balance it out with Sabonis and Porter having better games. But I don't know. I think Sabonis is really essential to what they do, and I just think it's gonna be really, it's gonna be really hard series for him. I think he's gonna be up for it, but I, I don't know it. Yeah, I think, I think that maybe where the series ends up really coming down to is the. The combination of Draymond and Looney, and how much problems they're going to give him, how like wearing him down throughout the series, you know, making it just really hard for him to be impactful as the series goes on. And being impactful means getting everybody else involved because he has the ball a lot. That's, that's, he's, yeah, he's 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 a part of so much of the action. I, guess. Mm-hmm. I feel it. I feel it. Yeah, we'll see. I think Warrior probably is an X factor because I think it could just be that the defense is getting he's going to struggle all series. So we'll see what happens with him as the series goes on. Because they can keep him here, feel a little more confident. But who knows? We'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, any other thoughts? Any other thoughts on the nightcap? Nah. Just frustrating loss. Frustrating losses, you know, all around. Um, all right, my emails want to go to something different. My next favorite game, well, I guess, yeah, pretty straight up. The other good game of the day was New, uh, New York Cleveland. Y'all watch Knicks Cleveland at all? Uh, well, I, uh, I watched most of that. Oh, yeah, I watched most of that one. I missed the one before the other Atlanta Celtics. Yeah, that was the one worth worth missing out of all of them. Um, yeah, yeah no, uh, New York Cleveland was fun. Um, I think New York might win this series. Uh, yeah, I know. That's what I was saying. I knew New York was about to. I had a feeling New York was going to take yeah. game one or just seeing, like, the odds, too, where they had them placed. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. It's uh, it's weird. Donald Mitchell was really good, too. Jalen Brunson. I don't know. It's weird. It's just the team's energy. It's just they're a Thibs coach team, and it's like Brunson's the best Aaron Brooks whatever type of point guard that Tibbs always used to throw randomly on those Bulls teams. Um, Randall weirdly had a good start. I was surprised Randall played. I thought he was going to be out. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was big for them. Like, he didn't even have a good second half. Um, but, yeah, man, I don't know. Just you can't you can't get killed in the gla- on the glass by Mr. Robinson. And they kind of got killed on the glass by Mr. Robinson. Even Jules, there's a play where, like, Mobley, like, if you watch the replay, I think it's the second to last, or maybe, like, the last big play of the game, 
Brunson's trying to push the lead up to four, misses, and you just see Randall crash from the top from like the slot. And Mobley's like trying to put a body on, like he gets there, he tries to put the body on, like he just plows through him or grabs the rebound, and that's kind of ball game. And it's just, I don't know, it's, it's gonna really be bad. It's gonna be an interesting. It's gonna be an interesting series. It could be Donovan could just go off and maybe Garland finds his offense a little more, and it all comes together. But thing, yeah. They Garland were, didn't do much, did he? Yeah, the Knicks muck it up, man. I don't know. They're just. It's game felt like how one hundred one ninety seven. This feels like the type of game the Knicks want this series to kind of sit at. And if we're talking down the stretch, Mitch was really good down the stretch too. But Jalen, man, I don't know. Jalen's been doing it for a couple years now. You just get Jalen kind of in the spot, getting to create late in games, and he seems to be pretty solid. Like, even today, like, he had a couple – I feel like he had, like, back-to-back turnovers and then a bad miss from three, but then he yeah. just ran it off the rest of the way to finish the finish the quarter, finish the game. And it's just – I don't know. It's hard not to be confident. Um, and then, certainly, I mean, you still a game. On the road to start in a 4-5 series, you're looking – you're kind of sitting pretty, but – I don't know. Any other any other thoughts about how this one may go about the game? I see. I had I had picked uh, uh, Cleveland pretty confidently, but mm-hmm. was worried about the injuries and the Julius stuff. But it seems like they Julius seemed like they were just preventative. Like Julius hurt his ankle and he yeah. got the rest. Like he didn't play. I, I seen Julius out for five games made me think like, is he going to be back? As opposed to it was like Julius is out because he's going to be, he's fine. He probably could play in those five games, but they, they made sure he got all the time he needed. So I like, that was a little less worried about for me. Yeah. For me. And I had heard about the Brunson injury, but it seems like Brunson's doing fine too. So I was worried about them on that side of it. But, um, I was going to bring up this here. You talk about, a, uh, uh, Pat Riley, Thibodeau, this being the Thibodeau team, but I guess we've been talking a lot about Pat Riley in the early 2000s and the nineties and, and the next Pat Riley's next heat. Spin. And, it's just funny to see Thibodeau with the Knicks now. That's where Thibodeau was. Like Thibodeau was Van Gundy's assistant in the birth of the the, the, the nasty Eastern Conference. Like when Riley and the Riley Heat were going at it with Van Gundy and Thibodeau's Knicks. And to see Thibodeau with the Knicks now, like in this fast pace and score high scoring league, the highest higher score has has been in a long time. We get the one on one ninety seven playoff game with uh the, the the Knicks mucking mucking the game up, slowing the game down. Thibodeau, that team still still being able to be effective, just that the defensive era still lives on, physicality of the '90s kind of still lives on. Of course, it does through the Knicks. Fun. The other thing I was going to say was, mm-hmm. um, was it saw that on stat best record in the NBA since second, first or second best record in the NBA since they traded for Josh Hart. Like, yeah. I guess that's one of those moves that, like, the seeding doesn't show you how good this team. Like, I mean, you always have the injuries and mm-hmm. especially how healthy any team is going into the playoffs. But that's one of those ones where the midseason move where you can look at the standings and see, like, and you're comparing what happened in the regular season or just the two team records trying to figure out who was favored in the series. But in a four or five, at least, you're like, oh, the Knicks have been better than everybody for, like, months and a half. <laughs> like, like, it's not, not like, just they're not just close to Cleveland in terms of where they finished in the regular season. So they're, they're the last four or five weeks they've been playing some of the best basketball in the league. So, yeah, yeah the different team, I guess. Josh, Hart, Josh Hart's a rebounding guard, so I, I feel like that's also a very 90s Knicks thing, getting you a good rebounding, rebounding short player who just plays harder than everybody else, and that goes a long way for uh, both ends of the floor and the culture of your team. So Josh Hart seems like, uh, I guess it's weird that they beat Donovan. It would be pretty funny. 
that's like my last point I'll go on that one. Like Don beating Donovan, proving that he didn't need to go all the way for Donovan. It was better off to probably get Jalen and just trade for Josh Hart and like then you could you were able to beat Donovan with with uh the young Cleveland core young Cleveland core and be able to say you're maybe even a little further ahead than they are. Nobody would have thought that. Yeah, no, um, I was going to bring up Hart. Um, Hart just had a really good game. Uh, Finished with 17-10. I think, yeah, to your point, I think they started off, I don't know if it was 9-0 or like 9-1 after the trade. Like they started, like they didn't lose for a while after they traded for Josh Hart. Somebody was talking in one of the previews that the Hart, quickly lineup like two-man lineup has kind of just been dominant like plus 13 per 100 possessions like since he got there essentially he didn't even think about the um i'm sure we've talked about it at one point but somebody brought it up i think today on the broadcast or maybe it was another podcast um just a villanova connection that uh brunson and josh brunson yeah um yeah no josh hart seems like a villanova guy 10 rebounds like you said it almost feels more like just a six four power forward even um, but I think yeah. the turning point, Jordan, I don't know if you, remember, if you were, if you remember that play, but the turning point of the game, or the thing that kind of solidified, I think Josh Hart messes up his ankle, yeah, possession on defense, yeah, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, but he hit the three after, mm-hmm, just like yeah. kind of broken possession, catches it with two seconds on the shot clock, sees it, turns around, yeah. just pulls it, and just yeah, that's Josh Hart. That's not a shot Josh Hart makes a lot, but he made it right there, and it was a big moment and kind of enough to stave off stave off Cleveland, at least at the moment. So, yeah, man, the dude, he he was, because he was like, I mean, I was thinking he was like limping out there. Like, he had been limping yeah. out for like two possessions before that shot comes off. So, it's just, he's one of those, he's like a built Knicks guy, man. It makes sense uh, with what they're building out. It's a guy that they're going to love. This is a team that the Knicks are really going to love, I think, for a while now, which is cool. Especially because, like, I think to down your point with the Donovan Mitchell thing is like, they get to look at the situation and feel like we're in a pretty good spot and we still get to add the Donovan Mitchell level max piece and still feel like we got off pretty well with that. We can get a better version of that or somebody that fits better to what we want to do. And we're still doing pretty well. Like you said, we're like matching Cleveland for the most part without that. So good win from them. Watch them get blown out next one and I'll look foolish. But I really, I don't know. I was thinking even more as we got closer. It was just like, this is the only series in the East, especially once Philly looked really good against, Brooklyn, it's like, oh, this might be the only series in the East that can be competitive. You don't believe in Philly? Oh, boy. No, just the young, the young, the young stuff came in in the second half. I was like, ah, oh, they lost it. Once they, once they got down by 10, I felt like they couldn't, yeah. couldn't just get back. It was, yeah, nah, but I feel like they're. Oh yeah, that's I'm not really I'm not putting them off. Yeah, I feel like they could that's I don't I feel like they could win one game maybe mm. at this point. They they could sneak one in. Hopefully. I want I really yeah, I really want them to. Yeah. But holding they get two. I still believe they get two. I, I wasn't I wasn't too discouraged by today. Too 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 discouraged. I'm sorry, I wasn't too encouraged by Philly to be honest. Hey, uh, I don't know what I need to see to make myself believe in James Harden and Doc Rivers, but I don't think there's really anything I can see in a first round uh, playoff game. James is seven threes today. He did. That's the thing. He had the rim. He was. That's what I say. I watched him drive. first. I watched James Harden fresh to start the game, drive to the basket in the first quarter, and it just, you know, it didn't look good. He's great. He's amazing. He's amazingly skilled. Still amazing. 
but he didn't get a single kind of drop in the basket, bro. It was he didn't look like he was after off of those first three four 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 layup attempts. Did not look like James Harden could get a free throw no matter how hard he tried. Yeah, well, to your point, yeah, yeah. if we take the seven for thirteen from three out, which again is a, why well, he had a great game today. But if you take it out, he went. <laughs> dang, that was rough. He went one for eight from two, no free throw attempts. So they took away the thing they they probably knew they need to focus on taking, or the thing they probably need to focus on, but knew they could take away from James. And that's probably like to your point. If there's any reason to be encouraged as a Brooklyn fan or somebody who wants to see this Brooklyn team push this series. Like, Philly hit all the threes today. And this yeah. team, if they don't hit all the threes, it's not the strategy, the way they approach. Like, that's the thing, to Brooklyn's credit, like, Embiid doesn't really get it go. That's why I would say he didn't get it going. He had 26 points. But it didn't feel like Embiid really got it going for most of that game, especially in the first half. Only 15 shot attempts. Doug is to, does get to the line 11 times. Um, it'll be interesting to see if the double-team strategy works better. Yeah. Philly isn't hitting. At the same time, yeah. it felt a lot like the Golden You know how the Golden State, you know how it fits with the Warriors will have those moments where it's like, this is a 30% blah, 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 or they shot this from the field last game, and now they're it's like, yeah. they're shooting wide open shots also. We probably should point out that part. It's like, is this some like Brooklyn in the effort to get the ball and Embiid's hands was like, it wasn't like pass, rotate, rotate, hand up on a contest for a shot. Like, not what the Warriors were doing to the Houston Rockets when they missed 27 straight threes. It felt like, all right, how many more times are you going to make like, let Melton just take a wide open three from the break? Like type thing, so but who knows if those shots aren't falling, it can especially. I think Daniel, I was talking to you. There's that weird play where I think James Harden or Embiid wants to post entry from Harden at the elbow. Harden throws it to Tobias instead because he doesn't see him calling for it. So then Tobias supposed to throw it back to Harden to post him up. Couldn't get it to Harden. Doesn't want to throw the entry to Embiid and just kind of hezzies like two or three times and takes a pull up and misses. And Embiid looks kind of pissed. And it's like, yeah, if you're not hitting all of your threes. That kind of stuff is, and you force Doc to have to make an adjustment. That's where it gets nervous. But I don't know. I feel there like, we go. I feel that's like, a, that's I still big, very feel like, deal. I still feel like the team deal. showed me enough that they're going to make quick work of this Brooklyn team. Yeah. Just because I don't think this Brooklyn team knows what it's going to be yet. Every time Steph Curry, Seth Curry checks in for them, and I realize they don't actually play him that much, I realize, like, yeah. oh, this team just yeah. doesn't really, they don't have their team. As much as they have a lot of cool pieces, they still need to figure out, like, how do you make this a basketball team that can be effective? Like, with Their some... rotations are weird. I yeah, feel like they exactly. can't have yeah. Seth and Joe Harris out. It was yeah. one point that's they the had Seth and Joe one Harris of out Jeff, there. That's the only time yeah. Seth and Joe Harris plays when they're out there together, and it's just weird. Yeah, it's just it's like, like, I feel like they went like a full bench five at some point. Yeah. They're like, like towards the end of the first beat of the second, I was just like, what is going on? But yeah, no, I, I, it kind of makes me mad, too, because I feel like we're not going to get any more. I feel like this is just all we're going to get to this team, and then they're going to, like, make a bunch of moves this offseason, or at least a couple moves, and then mm-hmm. it's going to look really different. This look really different, really fast, especially by the end of the bench, guys. But, but yeah, no, I just I just I feel like even seeing the way Dinwiddie and Bridges talked about the team during the regular season, it was like, yeah, talk so much about the support. It just seems like they don't even have yeah, that much confidence in this, and, like, they were surprised by how well they played, and, like, everyone wrote them off for not. Everyone wrote them off for Miami to pass them up. I feel like since the, since the trade, people have been right the same Miami has been passing in the standings, and they just held. They just they played solid basketball. They're a solid basketball team. It's interesting to see, see if we get to the playoff. Like 
they proved themselves wrong already a little bit. And like now it's a different level of proving yourselves wrong. We can see them fall back into like, we're really not supposed to be here. We don't really know what we're doing. But it's, yeah, I just love the idea of a team that Bridges turning into seems like a star before our eyes. But that team that it doesn't have one of the top, yeah, has to have one of these top five, top, 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 top five to 10 players. You know, then the team that's just this deep, it seems like it's so. so yeah, it's like you just fall into a different way of team building. Like this is just like this is not something you can just in, not, not a place a team can really end up in. Sorry, why we, why team why a general manager would end up in this place? I guess it's not like a goal you would be going for to end up like full of range rotation play. Everybody's a rotation player, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of shooters. A lot of them. it's like you wouldn't. There's literally no. It's just so random to be here. So I don't. It's kind of. I really want the team to push it as far as they can. I don't think. They're even going to be together. Well, well, the last time they were in this position, they yeah. brought in Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. It's weird how much it does feel like but, uh, Bridges is better than anybody on that original Nets team was yeah. I was building up. But it is even weird to look how similar it feels like. It's just a collection of players that don't really go together. I think Dinwiddie and Harris were on the team back then, too. At least Dinwiddie mm-hmm. was. I don't know if Harris was yet. I think they both were, though. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so it's just weird. They've kind of cycled it all around. Dinwiddie's been gone and back. Harris has been paid, and then it seems like he can't probably play big minutes for the contract, and they're all still kind of there and in the mix. Claxton replaced, uh, what's the old Jared. boy's name, Jared Allen, and it's just kind of the similar thing. But, yeah, I want to see. The, I was going to say, to the Suns dude's credit, the two guys that came in from the Suns, um, Cam Johnson, 7 for 11, 18 points. Michael oh, yeah. Bridges, 12 for 18, 30 points. Um, so they, those two, I think they got something with those two guys. <clears throat> and like I said, that's the base. I think if you keep those two dudes. Claxton, weirdly, I don't know what Claxton's fit on the team is. He feels like he was, like, perfect on that team when it had Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on it. And I, yeah. it doesn't make sense that hard. it shouldn't still work the same way, but it doesn't feel like it works the same way, weirdly. I'm Please. not sure. Jack Vaughn got to put him, put him on P.J. Tucker. Yeah, that Dorian Finney Smith, that Dorian Finney Smith dog, that Dorian Finney Smith is by the Joel Embiid. PJ went two for five, so he wasn't like on today. That's, so yeah, that might that's be your point. PJ yeah. Tucker, you better not have PJ Tucker having two buckets in one game. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hopefully he don't have more than three the rest of the series. But yeah, no, it would be interesting. Interesting was the face. I feel like even there was a little of that where they were a little more willing to switch with. Claxton off of Embiid because they knew once the ball was going to Embiid, Claxton would come off the double. So there was like a little of that, but again, like it's not like PJ Tucker's gonna be in that initial action that leads to the switch. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it would be an interesting choice. Yeah, that's what I say it's more the Tony Allen, yeah, like Tony yeah. Allen's own thing and just seeing if he's gonna beat you for three and just no I mean it's isolating like uh like you said, I feel like it seems like a strategy they're gonna get the shooters like seems like they're gonna get him up, but like if you really get the four on five thing, we're gonna make sure that PJ gets way more of these up. Like our intention is to get making sure that you guys are gonna shoot three off of our doubles, off of the way we're guarding these, and we'll play it this way where we're just gonna leave so that he's taking more threes than Tobias Harris. We're just not rotating at all because mm-hmm. we'd rather that Harris a chance to get high or have a decent game or score fifty, score fifty, or hit three threes in the game. But yeah, this. Make PJ be the guy that takes five plus threes in the game because you go through the eighty-two game season. He probably doesn't have a lot more than five or six field goal attempts in one game. 
Yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah, try to force force him to do a little more with it. Um, yeah, a lot no. of like, like I said, same thing with this team overall. Like you know, this team is like even with the doubles and shit. Like they just have plays where they rotate and scramble really well. They have plays where it looks mm-hmm. like they really click offensively and move the ball really well. And then they have plays where they like they just flip on both ends. Like they just don't know each other at all. So this <laughs> yeah, like yeah, this plays where they just fall. I feel like there's plays where they just weren't. I feel like they played the double even halfway decent with it. Close out kind of after just gave up an open shot with nobody running out, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the amount of just the lack of kind of fly around sometimes, they can be there. Like, it seems like just because the personnel, like, it can be there. But you got many, like, things that can happen with guys, many Johnson and Bridges starting an action. Like, every once in a while, they just really break everything up. But it doesn't seem like the consistency is really there with it. And yeah, offensively, too, or just this time where the lack of being really not really being a point guard. Not sure have a primary ball handler and creator that's looking to create for other people. Yeah, I feel it. Um, anything else on Brooklyn, Philly? Like we hit the main main points. Good, good, hardened day. At least passing and shooting the three ball, and be with a quiet twenty six. Everybody made the threes. They finished twenty one to forty three from three point line. I think the 21 threes was a record for maybe a franchise record, definitely a playoff franchise record. Um, Bridges with a good night. Anything else from that one? Doc Vaughn gonna make Doc sweat. Got one. I'll make, make him sweat. See, it'll be interesting. Good, interesting moment for Jacques Vaughn. See if he can be the one to make. To make. Uh, Wait, where was. Were they in Philly today or Brooklyn? Philly. They were, they were in Philly, Philly right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Maybe Brooklyn gets back home and is able to win one and make us think at least for a little bit. Or maybe they pull off the upset in game two. Um, that's going to be interesting. You just yeah, mentioned Woody, 50 feet. Huh? What? He wasn't great today. <laughs> um, you mentioned yeah. uh, they could use him making some shots. But uh, you mentioned Doc. That might be the whole sneak thing. I don't think Doc can get through the entire Eastern Conference without seeing like a legitimate. Maybe Jacques Vaughn could be that guy. But also, we, this, is this Jacques Vaughn's first time coaching in the playoffs? Maybe not. Some of, no, those bad Magic teams never made the playoffs when they were under him, right? Maybe they did. Who knows? There were some bad yeah, Magic I, teams. I, I can't remember teams. how long. But uh, yeah, they they snatched one or two, and I don't remember how long he was there. Uh, yeah, so I wonder if Jacques been there. But just that going in another rookie coach. Well, going into a rookie coach who's actually never been a head coach in a playoff series in Boston. Boston's coach, and then going to Bud who. It's kind of a battle for me. Is who? Uh, it's probably Doc. Doc's the more frustrating one of the two. But they're both pretty frustrating as coaches. So if there's anybody that couldn't take advantage of Doc, it would be the other guy who I feel like doesn't bring much to the table. And but as long as he can get through the whole East without having to see a real, you know, you know, we'll see. It probably doesn't matter because <laughs> it's still Doc goes Doc. Doc. Doc's demons in the mirror, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's the point. Yeah, he can make the mistake. He got 20 years he experience. Oh, yeah, all, all his experience. His own. I was surprised. Yeah, Somebody it. listened to a podcast. 20-year anniversary. 20-year anniversary. It was 3-1. First 3-1 blown lead. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, in 01. Was that 01? Uh, the Orlando? The one you were just looking up? No, I think, yeah. 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 Pistons, it's been 20 yeah. years now. You've been, you've been doing this a long time, man. That was the seed. That was up 3 1. That was an accomplishment in and of itself. We don't need to talk about yeah. him and Trace McGrady you know. who a 3 1 lead and what that means about both of their careers. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, 
No, go ahead. My bad. Rick Carlisle, the coach of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's coaching that Detroit team? Um. No, yeah, Doc. Let's we'll see. We'll see with with, with Doc. Doc Rick. Well, that's what I was gonna say, Doc. To Doc, it was weird. I listened to a coach like point out that Doc never has his teams make little adjustments. Like when B draws all the attention, you should attack the offensive glass. Actually, and they did that today. It was I don't know if it was a specific command or this PJ Tucker grab two, and then everybody saw that and was like, yeah, we should go try to grab rebounds while they're putting all this attention yeah. on Embiid. But it happened today, so you know maybe I don't know. Dude, I don't know. Doc might have just looked. He didn't look himself into a championship, Doc. Who knows with Doc, man? His players can figure out a lot on their own. Philadelphia. I think that Philly, Philly, Philly might be cursed. That Sixers organization might have something going on over there, man. Long time. Same. But, uh, that was an interesting one today where that thing is uh, Eagles made the Super Bowl, Phillies made the World Series. Nobody pointed out that neither one of them won, but you know, they could follow follow suit. See, that, that would be an accomplishment for James Harden and Doc Rivers. Yeah, it would. <laughs> The greatest top. Joel and B too. Oh, yeah. great, great moment for Philly sports. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they Doc's, would take Doc's done that twice. Hey, hey, Doc's done that twice. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Almost did that one. No, so uh, you love that one team that uh, that didn't do it. That almost did it. The team where he told Brandon Bass to pick up LeBron James full court and LeBron hey, James. It was like right when he crossed by Brandon Bass. Court. But yeah. That one. Um, anybody got any thoughts? I think Dre, you said you made the right call. I feel like I feel like we cut it off after the halftime too. Maybe flipped back right after, or maybe towards the end. Yeah, of the there was nothing about this Boston Atlanta game that was entertaining. Oh, yeah. Other than this is going to be Trey Young's next year of just being really bad in the playoffs. It looks like Ooh, it's been kind of building now, man. He shot like thirty six. I feel like last year, whatever the last year he made it was. It was bad Five for 18. DeJounte Murray went 10 for 25. I think, I don't know where this team is going. Seems like they want Trey out after this series goes badly, but I don't. I like DeJounte, but I don't like when DeJounte has to do too much on offense. And that seems like the answer to getting rid of Trey Young. Are you starting over? I didn't do Trey's out. Like, are you trying to salvage this and make the playoffs? They don't have any young players. All their good young players are too old to fully reset. They're a weird team. They were weird too, right? Didn't they like trade Dejounte? That was like a, I mean, they the, the a lot for didn't they like lose? But yeah, they gave up. Yeah, they gave up way too much, wasn't it? It was three. Picks. It was, it was weird. It was, it was like one pick and two swaps or two like picks and for a nothing. swap. And something. Yeah, I gave up Carter from not, or yeah, not much of anything because they had picked up Bogdanovich separately from that. That was an actual trade. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, had him last year before. Yeah. I think this. I think uh, this is a funny thing. Quinn has the guys he likes, though. Like Jalen Johnson has oh, been playing ever there. since he got there, and mm-hmm. Sadiq Bay has been getting pretty consistent minutes off the bench. It's just I don't know. It doesn't seem like he likes Trey. So, not even in like any obvious way. That's that's the sad part. It seems like Trey's really trying to be the player that Chris. Uh, wait, not Chris. What's his name? Quinn Snyder wants him to be, and I just like I don't know if he got it, man. Yeah, I think it's, I want to see where he he uh, I feel like he goes first. Hopefully, this time, I mean, more fun if he goes this summer. You don't need to see anymore. Seems like the that's what the ports were this week together. is that he's out the he's he's on the block after this playoffs is over. So, Luca, well, Luca needed to demand his one. 
Luca need to go ahead and tell Mark that he's a terrible owner and uh, he can't deal with his incompetency any longer. <laughs> got one year, bad one, one bad year away. They got to have a humiliating first round loss next year, and that's when that's when this starts. Or they're so bad they miss the playoffs again. Or Kyrie leaves and they lose out on him for nothing. That might be the start of it. Well, hey, I'll let Luca miss the playoffs twice. Somebody pointed it out. James Harden has never. James Harden has not missed the playoffs in his never. career. Hey, you ever see? You ever about too? That boy Iverson, he was going, going, taking L. Thirty-eight percent versus the Pistons in the second round, losing four games. Like he was going, he was there every year. He just has yeah, that beat by the Pistons. <laughs> oh man, I don't think Iverson ever got the first round in the West, huh? It only was like one or two years, but uh, I was looking at the uh, J. He got the first. He didn't get out the second. J.R. Smith, uh, J.R. Smith did an interview uh, with J.J. He was a uh, oh, look. I forgot because the Nuggets went to the Western Conference Finals. That was like the year after that Iverson year left. Oh, that's they Shonsky traded. Or, yeah, it was a trade yeah, yeah. Chauncey came in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, just, I just I just talked to Mike. I watched a little little secret base in YouTube documentary on that on the so Rasheed Wallace. The year before that, I think, or or weeks, maybe it might have been right before the trade, or the year before the trade, where uh, she hit the Pistons are playing the Nuggets, and uh, she hit the full court or like three quarters court, like game one, like everything that happened after, like when that game was going on, was like yeah, the next year, what's called. Wait, go ahead. Oh. What was I gonna say? Oh, oh, where does Trey go? Where do where do y'all want? Who wants Trey? I guess. Who, who oh, Trey Young. Uh, oh man, that's an interesting one. Um, I feel like LeBron has too many other options. Well, really, just Kyrie is a free agent, so can't imagine it's that one. Uh, who wants Trey Young? That's a good question. I'm trying to run through it in my head real quick. Nobody in the Pacific. To, ooh, ah, what would it cost? Could they do a sign and trade with Russ? I mean, Atlanta doesn't want Russ. Clippers, Clippers, maybe. That would be the one team that had enough of the other stuff. That maybe, and they were already willing to take that risk on Russ, and you know. We've been saying they need a point guard since day one. Since they put this team think, together, I think Kevin Durant's going to be desperate to get Chris Paul out of off his team this summer. So that's always an option too. That's, that's bold. That's bold. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just, there's I other disagree, people. There's it. other people on the list. Like Dame's the first call. Like don't. Like it's not like he's starting with Trey. Yeah, yeah, it's just oh, yeah. keep working your way down the list. Yeah. Get enough nose, you know. Um. Dame, I forgot Dame's gonna be. Oh, oh boy, Portland. <laughs> Maybe Portland takes Trey on. That's how they salvage the <laughs> uh, Hell no. Nah. So, sounds like something Portland would do, honestly. That's bad. Uh, dang, the Knicks wouldn't want him. The Nets. I can see the Nets being stupid and doing that. That would oh, be oh dumb. God, I hate it. They ruin this. They don't, <laughs> they don't give up too much. You feel me? This is a great team for Trey. <laughs> so no, Trey Young is a winner. 
Yeah, I mean, you give him more defenders, more defensive talent, instead of a whole bunch of, like, 6'10 guys that can all do stuff but not really play great defense, maybe. Charlotte? No, Melo's too good, and he hasn't demanded a trade or anything yet. I mean, <laughs> how bad does the Zion thing have to get for New Orleans to be like? Oh, man. That's the one. I mean, yeah. I think he's true. Well, RJ, RJ could get traded for Zion. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, no, yeah. yeah, I don't know who. I play Dame. I don't know. Yeah, who is he? I don't Orlando know Orlando could be stupid. Orlando's front office might be that. Except they seem to really like length. That would be a really dumb move, but maybe. Uh, Detroit. See them doing that to bounce it out. Detroit's probably that'd be funny if the Rockets missed on James Harden and thought that was the answer. Oh, I could see them getting him. Yeah, Ooh. that would ruin Jalen Green. I think of a good situation for my boy. There, boy nobody that would land him in a good situation would want him, other than that Brooklyn team, maybe. And that feels like a bad move for that Brooklyn team. He can stay away from Brooklyn and Indiana. Yeah, leave them alone. Yeah, thankfully they already have a point guard, so Indiana yeah. can't do that, that dumb thing. Uh, there aren't a lot of bad organizations in the league right now, which is a sad thing to say is why I can't come up with any places for Trey Young to land. you disrespectful, man. They all right. Yeah, I don't know. He's a small point guard. I was trying to defend, defend think of this, like, you know, he could fit here or there or there. Even the Clippers is a thing. Like I, I don't know. I go struck out in the any other direction. Oh, man. Man. <laughs> Pop will retire. I just don't. You can't put Trey Young on the on the worst even the Western Conference. It is. I don't know who else wants. <laughs> not expecting me not the Western worst even the Western Conference again. I don't know. <laughs> That could be better than like maybe they pass the Rockets. That could be better than the Rockets, the Rockets if the Rockets don't pick up James. Or Victor would be better than younger. Blazers if the Blazers lose. Oh, Blazers, Blazers lose the game. There you go. They'll be better than that team. And Jaden Sharp doesn't happen to be. I think Blazers. Blazers have won like five really. games after the All Star break in the last two years combined. Oh wait, what about Miami? Talk about. Oh, Miami is going to need to do something because they're they're not sticking with this team if they lose in the first round easily. Uh, they are losing. They can't stick. I mean, they. Oh my god! Watching them in the play it was so fresh. It was yeah. like just watching Miami. Oh no! Yeah, it's just it's over. It's old, over. Just, yeah. That Riley's done. He doesn't know how to do this anymore. They got saved by Kyle Lowry in the first game, and then the second mm-hmm. game, Jimmy or Jimmy turned it up in the second half. And I was like, yeah, "There's no way you guys can do this in a yeah. series." Especially like against Milwaukee, although Milwaukee is the one team where it's like. <laughs> They could, I can see them winning the next game and then losing the four straight after that. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think it is a change. I think something's changing in Miami. I don't think there's – it seems – because I was thinking reports are coming out there very disappointed with how the Kyle Lowry thing has worked out. And it's like, I mean, you sign a 35-year-old, what you expect. But it's like, I think, yeah, there's something's changing there. And, again, they don't have a lot of room to move. So maybe Trey – maybe Trey makes sense. Trey, Trey and Jimmy? They do. I, th- I think it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they push Dame first. Everybody's going to push Dame first, but 
you know, Dame can only land in one place. And again, like just George Quarty Jordan. Like, Hero Robinson. Feel like again, this is a Trey thing, but like Hero Robinson and some random picks feels like enough to take Trey Young off a team that doesn't really want Trey Young anymore. It's not enough to get Dame. I don't know if you're getting Dame without giving up Jimmy yeah. or Bam. And yeah. or I don't know. I don't really think Miami has the package pack record right now to match Chris Paul, DeAndre. I just think that's the best package here. You have to match that package. I feel like. It's not even really a package because Chris Paul's not of value necessarily, but you know, DeAndre Ayton's a good young piece. So you gotta start better than that. Um okay. yeah. But yeah. Oh, so, a, uh hmm. I was talking. I was gonna say something about that. Uh I forget what podcast I was listening to, but they were saying the coach uh Jay or they were saying Jalen said that they have sometimes issues like hearing I feel like the play call, like kind of thing, is like, like he's very like. I say it's really interesting to actually, yeah, pay attention to realize how the sport works. I guess. I think it was maybe it was no dunk or no uh, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Why listen to that? They were talking about uh, uh, Missoula and mm-hmm. and the uh, yeah, like he does, like he's just very. I was like, he's kind of not 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 a yeller, not like a not like a yeah coach, like yeah, not like he's very missable, micromanager or yelling. Yeah, yeah. You but then, like, it's like, it's like he said, like when he gets going, he gets going. But, but it seems like, the, yeah, I would just be interested to see. Like you said, the first time we were talking about Doc, like mm-hmm. Doc having the, the role as a coach, he's gonna have to coach against the, Like it'd be interesting to see Missoula's run here, how it goes. I guess I feel like if he's going, well, he's supposed to first. Wait, yeah, no, 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 that's not. Boston's got. Uh, they got the Hawks. Atlanta, yeah, this is easy. This Atlanta. Is, oh yeah, that's that one. That was that. Yeah, that was the. But yeah, Boston. You get first year coach getting Boston, Philly, and then Boston, Milwaukee. Pretty be a lot. Be a lot for a first year coach to try to win both of those series. Yeah, again, I would be a lot more nervous if they were if I believed in any of these coaches in the East, really outside of Spolstra. Yeah, maybe uh, Bickerstaff seems fine, um, but he might lose to Thibs. That's the real one. Thibs, Thibs versus Bud. That's going to be hilarious. They're not going to stand a chance just because Giannis is significantly better than everybody else from that series. But you know, uh-huh. it's not. It's not enough. No, you get it in your head that it could be, and it's like definitely they're going to like play that first game really close and then blow it in the last like two minutes, and then they're going to lose like the rest of the series easily. But I know you're thinking about it, it's like oh, give Thibs Thibs in this next team, you give him Giannis or give him against Blood, and maybe they could do it, but. That's easy. Work. I think the Cleveland. No, nah, so I, I think I mean Cleveland. Cleveland. Gets, they're the one that they're the one that could. Uh, I don't know. I, I still want to see that series. I guess, or at least see the first of first of. I guess I want to see Giannis's first series versus Cleveland because maybe the next series versus Cleveland is 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 a whole lot harder. But That's uh, That's I don't know. I feel, I feel pretty good. Really pretty good about this Milwaukee team. I don't know why. I mean, it's the best Drew's been. It's one of the somebody was saying it's one of the best seasons Brooks had in his career, actually. Oh yeah, and Brooks. They've been great since Middleton came back, even though Middleton hasn't been great. So yeah, everything's in place, man. Just, but again, this team's won like sixty-seven games before sixty-five games. And I didn't believe in them, so who knows? Yeah. Well, they're good, though. I mean, that's the thing. That's why they're winning this Miami series probably handily. Is just they're just too good, 
and probably why they're beating the Knicks or the Cavs. I don't know. I get what you're saying. The Cavs one would be really fun just because of that rim protection. But, again, I just saw them get out-rebounded by Julius Randle and Mitchell Robinson and Josh Hart. So, who knows? Drew Holiday. I feel like Drew Holiday locks up Donovan Mitchell, too. That's something he hasn't really had to deal with, I feel like. That would be fun to watch, too, though. <laughs> yeah. Fun to watch all right. Um, any other any other thoughts? I feel like this is a pretty good just recap of the first week, first day of games. Um, do quick hmm? predictions on predictions tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Let's so uh, starting with starting with Lakers Memphis. Lakers Memphis is the first game tomorrow. Uh, Saturday. Oh. It's crazy. The two ABC games are LeBron and Steph. Thinking nobody else is playing on. Everybody else is playing on cable, except for LeBron and Steph. Um, that would work, baby. Uh, so yeah, Lakers Grizzlies. That's probably that's probably part of the Warriors thing. I didn't think of like even if they started too well, the NBA is not gonna want. Uh, the NBA is really gonna want Steph Lebron. That's probably something in the Warriors. Favor, oh, yeah. you, you you forget? Yeah. So I, was, I, I said today while I was watching, I see Wiggins out there. I, I, I just be watching the Warriors. We really the new Lakers. It's been a cheat for us, man. We ain't gotta worry about nothing. I just see the O two finals all O two finals all over again. Darren Fox gonna be uh Darren Fox gonna uh hate uh, Adam Silver when this game is over. Two free throws on four games. That's the thing. Malik Monk shot fourteen today. I feel like he might get to that that the rest of the series. That's it. That's it. They ain't getting that high yet. <laughs> Um, hey, Draymond, you didn't see what Draymond do. Oh, Draymond, I say I didn't. I know what happened with Draymond and Sabonis down there, but I feel like Draymond was doing something dirty. <laughs> I felt like I felt like I, first we were playing against LeBron four or five years ago. Was, oh yeah, anybody? This twenty sixteen, yeah. I don't know what would happen then. These days, I was like Draymond can get away with something right now. Either hurt Sabonis or get hit or get or uh, get. What just yeah, screen, take what LeBron did. He laying down screen. Take what he's learned from LeBron. Yeah. I, yeah. All right. Speaking of, so Lakers, All Lakers, right. Grizzlies. No, you're good. Lakers, Grizzlies. Uh, look, they have FanDuel odds on the site now. NBA and gambling is a really weird thing. Um, it's getting weird. Yeah, I know. It's getting really weird. Grizzlies minus three and a half. Lakers plus three and a half. Uh, I think straight up. I think Grizz, somebody said the Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Oh, somebody. That was a weird one. LeBron has lost game one 21 times in his career. But he's one. He's twelve and nine in those series. It's weird. Uh, but yeah, I'd say Grizzlies probably win and probably cover in that one. Any any thoughts? Who's home? Grizzlies. Grizzlies are yeah. home. Yeah, that's a three and a half cover for a home two seed. Is low key disrespectful. Like disrespectfully low. That's pretty much a pick 'em. Um, which is kind of wild. But I'm still taking Grizzlies. I feel like that's good money on the Grizzlies. Honestly, three and a half feels low for the home team for a really one of the best home teams in the league. Against a LeBron James that typically doesn't take game ones all that seriously, or deal out games, whatever he calls them. So, and LeBron yeah. just looked old as hell a couple of days ago, honestly, or four days ago now. Uh, so yeah, everybody going Grizzlies or? Yeah, I'm going Grizzlies, even just though I still feel yeah, not like, yeah, just for this game, series, yeah. yeah. Really, I feel like it's really just all on AD. It's just I don't, I don't know, man. Just, like, I don't know. I just never know what I'm going to get or what I'm going to see when I watch him play. Listen, he's got Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson loves to foul a lot, so that's a, yeah. A shot. I'm, 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 
I'm picking them first game. I'm picking. I'm picking. I think game one's AD game. I don't know what happens after that, but I think game one he gives it to him. Everybody, everybody hyped up, gases it up. And then, that and then was it goes the, Minna, the Minnesota beat Memphis game one last year, or did they should? Or they they should have beat him and they blew it, was, it like they did like four different times that series. Memphis couldn't close the game, so it was probably close to this. It was if they won or lost, it was close. Yeah, no, nah, definitely was. Uh, neither one of those teams could close the game. That was a weird series. I'm kind of mad we didn't get that again. That would have been fun. Um, all right. Uh, Milwaukee, Miami. Milwaukee is minus nine and a half at home. Uh, Heat plus nine and a half. I think that's Milwaukee for me. I might not take – I might take Miami over the spread. Just stay away from the spread because yeah. Miami's weird and can sometimes – make those games uglier than they should be, especially against this Milwaukee team. But definitely Milwaukee to win. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like Milwaukee's about to pop them. Yeah, Milwaukee to win the series, too, for everybody. Yeah. 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 Don't see that one going too long. Uh, Suns are minus seven and a half at home against the Yeah, Clippers. that surprised That's, me, too. Yeah, I forget. I think that. it was only minus five earlier. It keeps going. The fact that it uh, went up. I wonder or... if it, when it became official, Paul George wasn't playing, maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah maybe that's it. But still, man, I just, I, I, I shouldn't, maybe I believe in Kawhi Leonard too much. Maybe, I don't know. This is probably, maybe, yeah, okay, maybe the Suns. So I haven't lost with this group yet. I get it. Uh, maybe they just run these dudes off the court. Who knows? Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pick the Suns to beat the spread, cause it's hard to beat teams when you don't shoot. Yeah, it's hard to yeah. blow teams out when you don't shoot threes. Like blow yeah. blow teams out. You know, just I. I don't know. We'll see. They're gonna roll. Oh, the mid range market. I freak. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. They're proud of it too. I they got shirts made as soon as they got the trade put out. Uh, this is yeah. No, we'll see. It's a chance also, but also. Again, the whole thing. Russ, Russ hasn't won a playoff series since uh since KD left. Hey, man, so I don't know if that changes this time around. Especially because they're gonna really need him now because there's no Paul George. So, uh, yeah. Are you picking? Anyone picking, picking the Clippers win that series? Because I don't really believe in I the did. Suns team. Yeah, I mean, I think, I, yeah, they can't. I was just thinking, who's guarding Kawhi? Like in general, yeah. who's guarding yeah. Kawhi on that no. Suns team? That's a lot to put on KD, who hasn't been back from injury for too long. Yeah, they keep falling in the two K teams, man. They not real teams. They just, I don't. It's not. I don't know. But they they, they look never, really good. They also never paper. lose when they're fully healthy. That's where they kept KD picking these weird ass teams, and they're like unstoppable. But then they never actually play, which could happen again here. Chris Paul is fragile. Oh, no, Chris Paul. I want Chris Paul to be healthy. He just never is healthy for a whole playoff run. We'll see. Y'all both. Y'all both picking Clippers. To win the uh, I, don't, I don't even. Uh, yeah, don't it's hard. Know. It's hard to pick. It's, I it's, feel like they. I feel like Kawhi could just. Yeah. Kawhi could show us why he uses low management and just pop off. Yeah, uh, this whole he's play like a crazy ass too, playoff man. run. Yeah, that's the thing. He's been out there this year, which has been more than you would think. Like recently, just he's been kind of working. Uh, it's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be take a lot to beat this team. But if anybody could do it, Kawhi yeah, and Luka. Norman Powell, who's nice. Chris, Chris not Powell, closing it out. Roko, or Roko's up and down. But, yeah, no, this thing, they have players, man. They got some big. That's the other thing. Like, this team doesn't, I don't know. If, I guess DeAndre. I don't know if DeAndre. If DeAndre can dominate the uh, 
Plumbly and Zubach. Plumbly Zubach matchup, then that's probably easy work for the Suns. But also, I don't know if he can do that. Yeah, that's I don't know. That's the thing yeah. with both with two of them coming at him yeah, exactly. at different times or like just rotating them out. It's just going to be a lot for him. Plumley Biombo is a weird He can't matchup. dominate, though. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he, that's, that, I don't, like he can't dominate with. I think KD. He can't get dominated. That's the thing. I was like, obviously he can't dominate, but he can't like he can't let Zubac get his he can't let twenty and twelve night or his twenty five and whatever night or let yeah. But they go hand in hand. DeAndre Ayton seemed like it more more than ever. Big man back in the in the sense of like, hey man, the effort you get and the chemistry of this team definitely depends on him feeling like he's involved and like a Mm -hmm. part of the part of shit like on the day on the. Yeah, game I mean, to game acting, and, and you put Chris Paul KD in the playoffs, like man. I don't think he's going to be a part of the team at all. Yeah, not he didn't feel like the per- that person in the playoffs last. Like he didn't feel like he was being engaged enough in the offense last year, or whatever was going on with that team that was weird by the end of last year. Yeah, now you just got KD. Now you just got a bigger reason why you're not going to be involved. So, like you just got, like, yeah, no. And I, I guess Warriors fan KD is a whole podcast we could do on KD and Kerr and their basketball philosophies and what that last season was, but just KD's I think has a lot of I guess ideas on does that make sense? He's Kevin he's Kevin Durant. He knows he <laughs> like he knows he can be he knows he trusts himself being in the spot to score, I guess, putting himself in the position to score more so than he does. He's gonna trust spreading it out and trying to get everybody involved, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a bad thing. I don't think for him, but yeah, I guess not. He's not the first super startup, I guess. You know, yeah. play that player. I guess if this was the Kobe Jordan mentality, kind of the way mm-hmm. Kevin Durant. But then, so it, yeah, when you throw in the mid post aspect of it, how much I guess he likes the kind of the mid post isolation. Yeah, he kind of mid post team. Booker loves that area too. Um, yeah, no, it's gonna be a fun series. Um, I think we're all kind of mostly just stay away for actually picking the series. I'm probably picking the. I don't even know what to pick to win the first game, honestly. Especially the spread, seven and a half is a big spread. I can see the Clippers playing it close. I can see the Clippers playing this game pretty close, no matter which way it goes. Honestly. Yeah, that's what I think. I think today is. I think compared to today. Maybe this is just hopeful thinking okay. that they're we're getting much more. We're getting. I guess we got two. We got two close games. But it just felt like. Philly went the other way than everybody wanted it, and Boston went. Like, Boston, everybody knew Boston was going to win. It just went really bad, really fast. Yeah. So, I'm hoping they're not. I think I think we get better games. I think the spread kind of reflects that, too. All right, last one. Unless anybody has a definitive thought on Suns Clippers other than that. It's going to be a weird series. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Okay, let's go Westbrook. Root for you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, the Nuggets are minus seven and a half at home against the Timberwolves. This is a uh, this is me. This is this the most boring series in the whole first round? I guess Miami, Miami, Milwaukee. Oh no, there's never been a boring there. Timberwolves Nuggets game. Their games be fire. <sighs> I mean, just I feel like historically, since the Timberwolves have been halfway decent, even Nuggets, yes. the Timberwolves have some. Just I mean, really Nuggets, crazy games. Yeah. A good amount of overtime games, a good amount of just like close games. Like, I don't know. It, yeah. Yeah. There's a little division rivalry there. They've been, Jokic and Tell's been there long enough where I feel like they were playing against each other a lot. I guess. I, I, I just, just don't. don't like it is the most boring in the sense that the Nuggets should run them off the court. I guess but, it's um, that this Timberwolves. I don't know, I don't know team. what they did with the Minnesota Timberwolves are. 
for for all Anthony Edwards, you know, greatness. I don't know if he's, I don't think he's Donovan Mitchell in the bubble quite level yet. And last time Nikola Nikola Jokic played Rudy Gobert, that was kind of the only thing keeping the series. I don't know. Rudy Gobert just makes for a boring series, man. I don't know. Like, there's gonna be some comedy in that. Like, if Minnesota just gets work, yeah, just with Towns and Rudy, if, like, Minnesota just gets work despite having, like, investing all this money in these two bigs and Jokic just runs them off the court, that's going to be funny. But I don't know. It'll Aaron be Gordon fine. Gordon outplays Towns. Aaron Gordon outplays Towns. Yeah, no, that's where it can get ugly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, no, I don't know. I think probably Nuggets to cover the spread, Nuggets to win. Nuggets probably win the series in five, six if it's interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah those are eights, man. Four or five. Yeah, Nuggets in four or five. Switch it back to five. Makes sense. Any other thoughts on that one or thoughts in general before we start wrapping up? Should be an interesting day tomorrow. Yeah. Nuggets in five. Real quick. I feel like. MVP. Our uh, uh, regular season, uh, I think Joel. I mean, I want Joel to get it. Uh, I think the same. I probably, I, I probably want Joel. Yeah, I have no it's idea so how this cool award, to the story. I have no idea yeah. how this award works anymore. I feel like it's probably just it don't Joel. Work. Don't work. Giannis <laughs> is the. You know, best record, best team, blah blah blah. Best player, yeah. That's the other team. one. That's yeah, why is yeah? Well, I guess no talk, not it. enough. Yeah, yeah, that would be funny because everybody's been talking about Jokic and Embiid and yeah. Giannis. Just gets it. That's the thing. I watched it. Uh, KG. Oh, that was a funny uh, KG and Demarcus Cousins interview. But uh, they were talking about Jokic. They were just talking about uh, man. To say, man, who else has got three MVPs? Like he's like, so we putting them on this level with, like just like Shaq, and like just so he's up there with like Shaq's the like the all of them is like, oh, yeah, it was a weird way to look at. Oh, Demarcus Cousins said he's the third best center in the league right now. Oh man, I thought Demarcus yeah, now I worked that over it. Now that they played together, he's still hating. That's tough. Uh, <laughs> Man, that's rough. Yeah, no, it's uh, that's why I feel like we're past the point of Jokic getting just because they didn't really seem like they didn't care about finishing the season really strong at all by the end. So it's definitely between Embiid and Giannis. Giannis has been getting a little more love this time's been going on to the point where I think he finishes ahead of Jokic. Like I think Giannis, I think Giannis and Embiid finish one two, and it's probably Embiid. I don't even know who I would pick to be the MVP at this point. Uh, wait. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Best player, best team. The whole argument probably is that technically Lopez is more important to their defense, but I don't know if anybody actually believes that. It just kind of seems like it. So, yeah, no, I mean, best to better. He's, Jokic is the best offensive player. Giannis is the best defensive player. And B's probably the best mix of both. Uh, and even that's probably an argument because Giannis is really good at both, too. Giannis also shooting like 30% outside of six feet or something like that. So, you know, there's levels to anyway. it. But, you know, it's a weird <laughs> one. It's a weird MVP year. I'll probably lean, probably lean and be just because he's the one that doesn't have one. If you want to look back yeah. at the last five years and two for Giannis, two for Jokic, two, one for Embiid probably feels right, I guess. At least in the world. Yeah, I mean, I think I, even, part of me feels that. Part of me feels like three for Giannis feels right. I don't know. Ah, man. I just, again, he's really good. 
Oh, Larry Bird. Like, who's, won three who's won three championships? Who's won three MVPs? Like Larry Bird and Michael Jordan? Then, yeah, Kareem. Kareem. Yep. That's why that's why the third one's weird. Yeah, the third one's weird for both. That's why it just feels more comfortable to just give it to Embiid because then we don't have to reckon with the fact that Giannis has one championship and it was kind of a weird year where Steph and LeBron both weren't really factors. And... He beat Chris. I mean, he beat Chris Paul. It's it's a championship. It's about it's you did your thing. You're a champion, Giannis. I'm not taking that we away. We get from that you. nonsense again. Uh, we, we get Buck, we get a Buck Suns rematch. Um, It'd be more fun this time. But if Giannis gets to beat Chris Paul in the finals, we get that eight 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 teams together, eight games together, team. Amen. Hey. Yeah. So yeah, no, the third one's tough. Third one's tough. It's hard to give out three. Um, especially to either one of those guys. So it's probably just easier to give it to him B. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where we're at. Uh I feel it. We've been on for about probably about hour hour fifteen maybe. I don't know how much preamble there was. But uh anything else before we wrap up? Before we hit a lot. Mm-hmm. Nah, I think we're good. All right. We are gonna wrap it up then. You've been listening to the garage the flagship show from nbh sports um i think we're going to try to do these more often as the playoffs are around um hopefully next week um maybe either a friday or sometime this or on the weekend after some games we'll kind of recap what we've been through maybe if we're lucky somewhere else throughout the week um but yeah it's been fun um I want to thank my host for joining us or for joining me it's been great uh and then we'll have you guys just let the people know where they can find you on the internet. Uh, we'll start with Jay Batch. Find me on uh, Instagram underscore Jay Batch, Twitter underscore Jay Batch underscore, and TikTok Jay Batch forty seven. There it is, um, Daniel or Doom. Find me, Doom, anti wonder on YouTube, and underscore Daniel. He, uh, Mike, spell that with the one, M1KE. Find me online. Best thing to find everything is just Mike.info. That's M1KE.info. Um, YouTube, few lyric videos up that y'all should check out. Um, Album is on Bandcamp, Beautiful Death. Uh, it's on streaming now. If you want to listen on Spotify or any of that stuff, just search up Beautiful Death. Mike, again, M1KE, um, and that should pop up. Um, but yeah, every best place to find everything is just the site, Mike.info, M1KE.info. Uh, and yeah, that's all I think we got for the show itself. Always want to make sure we plug the show. You can find clips of the show um, on... TikTok and YouTube at NBH Sports. That's NBH Sports, all one word, on TikTok and on YouTube. We're on Spotify now um, and Apple Podcasts. So just look up The Garage and NBA Live Show, and you will be able to find that. Or actually, look up NBH Sports. You'll be able to find it there, um, find the podcast. And, uh, yeah, again, we'll be back next week to talk more playoff action, um, maybe even sooner if things kind of line up right. But I uh, appreciate y'all joining us, and we'll see you next time. Peace.